How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going okay. How are you doing tonight, Jake? I'm doing pretty well. I had three packs of fruit gummies as a pre-dinner snack prior to recording, so I am gummied. So you're gonna say all gummed up? I'm all <laughs> like, gummed uh... up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one doesn't sound as good. How are you doing? You already answered still, this. Still short okay, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I I had sheets for dinner mm-hmm. again. Um, I'm currently doing like a crispy chicken snack wraps too, because mm-hmm. I'm not a glutton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do like lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, and hot sauce. Ooh, interesting. That's got to be a pretty strong flavor. It's just like a nice little buffalo chicken type thing. Hmm. It fits what I want, basically. And it's filling. It's good. Um, allows me to get out of the house and people watch very briefly. Yeah, that's really. That's fair. I mean, that's a good answer. That was about as long as mine or slightly longer. So we've got the, uh, what is it? Um, the formal stuff out of the way. Now to the heart of it. What do we want to talk about tonight in this episode of Gaming in Looks at Watch, July? You watch this the month? Weird. <laughs> I don't even have Actually, a watch. probably a lot of watches have all that information. It's not just the time. Yeah, they're basically like, oh, going to watch only tells the time. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to use? Grandfather? <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's a grandfather clock. Tr- thank you. Clock. Thank you. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. As we were just talking about Stranger Things. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but not this I time. Figured... We're not talking about stranger things. <laughs> We're going to talk about other things, which are strange, like some of the mm. games that have come out in July. Just strange or things. Or other gaming news in July. Uh, yeah. around that. I think that's fair. Um, so first thing I had, uh, I don't remember when this happened exactly, but there was a development here. That even beyond the note that I took here for our uh, podcast cheat sheet. But you might have heard of NFTs. Uh, what's your opinion on NFTs? Dave, I do not like them. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just throw my my thing out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't. I don't really know many people that do like them at this point, um, and I know that they're losing a lot of money <laughs> because as people are tightening belt tightening and things like that, NFTs have kind of fallen off a cliff. As it turns out, they were never worth anything. <laughs> it was always just Weird. people thinking uh, they could sell it for more money. Um, but the thing is, like, it still exists for somebody to have enough clout or notoriety to essentially spin up a currency or something to say, hey, this is valuable. And then a bunch of people jump on for, oh, this is going to be the next big thing, like <laughs> Bitcoin. People are like, oh, Bitcoin's not going to do anything. And Bitcoin fucking shot off. Oh, yeah. And people are like, oh, we need to do something like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like NFTs is the current evolution or iteration of that oh, yes. and i hope it fizzles out but i'm worried that like something else will come up with be like uh, use your money on this thing mm-hmm. now technically yeah. you can buy and sell and trade anything um but i still feel that overall it's very predatory for how it's marketed and again it doesn't really provide any value yeah yeah, it's uh, it's very much, it's very much selling a promise, essentially. Like, there's plenty of videos that critique NFTs and things like that, and that's not what the episode is about. But man, it's pretty much selling your place in a line, but like the line isn't to a midnight release of anything or a doctor's appointment or a food stall. It doesn't go anywhere. And <laughs> then that's what what an NFT actually is. I, I think, uh, what was it? I saw a, um, it was like a Twitter post where they were talking about like, hey, if you uh, minted an NFT on the blockchain that like was uh, referencing a diamond, right? It was like the serial number for a diamond. Like that diamond could be lost. It could be, you know, potentially destroyed. That's kind of hard with diamonds, but it's doable. Um, like something could happen to the diamond, but you know what? You'll always have that place on the blockchain. And I was like, exactly. This is the stupid problem with NFTs. It has nothing to do with whatever you're trying to represent. And basically the more, um, the more Konami is invested in something, the more evil it is. So 
NFTs are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why, like, I feel like either in today's day and age, or I'm just at the age where I give a fuck and then make judgments about certain things, uh, certain people's stances on NFTs or a company's stance on NFTs is now, like, weighed very heavily against them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was probably, like, four or five months back. I'm going to say that because, one, I haven't looked it up, and two, you're not going to fact check me. <laughs> but Serge Tankian, um, renowned singer and vocalist mm-hmm. for System of Down and many other things, uh, was hopping on, like, some NFT train for something. And everyone's like, dude, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Because it's, like... Uh, seemingly to us like a very sellout move um Mm -hmm. when they've always been hey we kind of want to like raise some information about like the armenian genocide that nobody really acknowledges um Mm -hmm. and other bullshit that goes on prison system etc 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 yeah Um, so that was like a huge kick in the pants of like oh i looked up to this person i respected what they did but now they're jumping on this ship Ooh, not so much yeah yeah it's it really is telling of the type of person who would just who just wants more money, right? For like for 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 basically nothing, because that's essentially what NFTs are. They're they're essentially zero effort most of the time, um, but you want more money. And I don't think that's necessarily well. No, it is evil. Biblically, the love of money is the root of all evil. There you go. So, um, jot that down. But yeah, uh, it's always disappointing when someone gets suckered in, which roundabout takes us to the news thing i wanted to talk about because i'm not used to people like condemning nfts that actually have any power beyond choosing yeah choosing not to buy (laughs) them right um and uh minecraft mojang and microsoft owning company came out and they're like hey um we are going to not have anything to do with nfts and uh if you want to do anything with nfts in your worlds or associate it with minecraft content or do anything on your own you know servers that are hosted you know for minecraft you can't we're not going to allow it um this is going to be you know a breach of uh, uh i don't know if terms of service be... yeah terms of service exactly that's what i was looking for um and they were very explicit about it. they listed a bunch of things that couldn't be associated including cosmetics and skins and worlds and things like that and then there were like and any other minecraft content so basically a blanket ban that's their uh it'll be up to discretion but technically we did mention it once if we think it's even remotely close you're out yeah it's the the right to refuse service sign yeah basically Right next to the no suit, no, no suit, no, no shoes, no service. <laughs> um, you have to wear a suit to shop here. Weird loophole about that. There's this place called Margaritaville, and I don't know if those rules apply. Hmm. Interesting. Do I have to check if this is a local place or is this a joke? <laughs> this is a joke about one, the song Margaritaville, and two, the actual okay. place slash restaurant train Margaritaville. Gotcha. Okay. The whole Jimmy Buffett promoted thing. It's yeah, very I'm much like beach living type bullshit. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look it up later. But that news came out earlier. Um, something that happened just a few days back is uh, the F- NFT community responded and they're like, okay, you don't want Minecraft to do anything with NFTs? We'll make our own Minecraft. Like they're just going to try to make. A game like Minecraft and then just stuff it full of pointless NFTs. And how's I that wish Roblox him... clone going? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's such a stupid idea, but I don't know. Uh, I don't want to judge people for investing in crypto or anything like that, but there is a type of person. Uh, I, who... I do want to judge those people. Um, <laughs> so I don't care how you get your money. Like I know historically people are like, oh, you're making a buck too quick this way or you're selling your body in some fashion that I disapprove of. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself, right? Um, however you make money, cool. If you're a hitman, cool. Yeah, just just mm-hmm. not me. Um, <laughs> but there's something about like the... like. Again, I'm coming at it from the viewpoint of I see it as like a very 
sneaky beaky money grubby tactic so mm-hmm. somebody who's like oh no this is a great idea i'm like oh so you're a shit person because <laughs> you're, right you're down for that love of money and you want to chase it any way possible into something that's i don't know i think anybody who's like solely obsessed with market stuff all the time mm-hmm. is probably too too fixated on money i guess that's that's fair i, I think that's uh you know that's a judgment call you can make. Um, I was just going to say, like, there's different levels for how um, involved in cryptocurrency people are, but there's a level higher than that. There is the crypto bro person who is like basically writing the hype um, and they're drinking the Kool-Aid and every other expression for bandwagoning to, you know whatever sort of success. And those are the people who are like, Minecraft doesn't want us. We'll make our own game and we'll do this crap. The problem is people have been talking about like minting concepts of games onto the blockchain and meta verse, all of this nonsense for like some time now. And I hate all of it. (laughs) Like there's not a good implementation of that. That is good for the consumer or someone who actually wants ownership of anything real so like yeah um i don't think it's going to succeed i think minecraft is probably not too afraid about losing its market share um, it's you know the little thing of like we're gonna make our own with a blackjack and hookers mm-hmm. that's what this is yeah and the reason it's a meme is because your idea is bad and you're mm-hmm. not gonna follow through on it and it's not actually going to become a thing you're just trying to be spiteful. Yeah. But maybe they're onto something. No one's ever thought about making a Minecraft clone before. So we'll see. That's that's true. <laughs> it's objectively not true. Editor, like, cut no out my, my mention about Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. That was one one uh news item we discussed on this uh this type of podcast. Uh, you want to talk say, about cats? Oh, uh, sorry, that was my segue. What was your thing? I was just going to give Minecraft another shout out for always being like a fun evergreen game I can go back to. There's oh, so yeah. much content in it from mods or even probably the base game that I haven't experienced in a while yeah. because people can't commit to day two of a fucking town. <laughs> That's besides the point. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, cats though. Cats are yes. in Minecraft. Cats are now also in their own game. It's true. Um, Stray just recently came out on July 19th. Uh, This had a lot of people purring with anticipation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's correct. And that's the extent of it for me. (laughs) I've watched some gameplay, uh, watched some reviews, watched the initial trailer. What all have you seen of it so far? Um, Mostly mostly that without some of the trailers. Um, but I have seen gameplay. Uh, I've seen clips from it. Um, uh, the original teaser, I also did see. Um, I'm sorry, I was kind of staring off into space because you were talking about like cat games. I was like, is there any other game that has cats in it? And I know they exist, but I couldn't. Think Gato Roboto. Next question. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> or you found the one game that has a cat in it. The one I thought of. I can't think of another one right now. That was my I, one. Think, I think Spirit Fairer has the the co-op person's a cat but oh yeah that's true um that's the only one i could think of uh stray looks really good but i haven't played it and i'll be honest it didn't look like the type of game i would rush to pick up um but it's been doing pretty well yeah i'm, I'm happy to have success then people are enjoying it um like for good things to be good but for me it's very much in the camp of i would watch somebody play it for a little bit that's it mm-hmm. um like it looks visually like a fun storyline to go through but mechanically it seems very like snappy mm-hmm. for oh you automatically jump to here or you automatically move to here or you right. quick transition somewhere and like there are some games like where i've definitely played through where it's hey you're along for the ride of the story mm-hmm. i played journey i don't think it's critically acclaimed thought it was pretty um Though that technically had free movement. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Being, like, it's not like a platformer. It's more like no. a... Uh, 
it's more like a, a, a tailored experience. They want you to go yes. through these set pieces and see what they want you to see and do what they want you to do. And those can be really fun and enjoyable. I just, I don't think I want to spend money to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus watching a YouTube playthrough of that game. I guess how much of this is just like, like who is this game for? Because I think it's, it's probably the re- like the reason I'm not interested in it is because I don't usually pick up chill games just for chill games sake. And that's where my brain categorizes this. It's like it's not necessarily an adventure. It kind of is, but, you know, it's not meant to be an action game or strategy. Like, I kind of don't get it. You know what I mean? I think it's it falls under, again, curated experience, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a sim. Because you're definitely doing some cat stuff, going cat places, doing cat things, knocking things over, all the cat tropes mm-hmm. and things that cats just do. So I think if you have cats, you probably appreciate it on another level because you appreciate all the mannerisms. You're like, my cat actually does this bullshit all the time. Um, right. Or if you just like cats, I think that you'd fall into that camp as well. Or if you just yeah. want like a cute chill game, I feel like you'd fit in as well yeah is that is that like a thing though because i mean i like animals i like cats i like dogs but i don't think i would buy a game i was about to say you don't (laughs) you play as a cat or a dog you know what i mean like if you have a cat or a dog you're like oh i'm more likely to buy this game because there's a cat or a dog in it what the fuck was that uh neo tokyo or not um, Neo Tokyo, but it's like one where you, like, you play as a dog. A it's like a PS3 title. Hmm. That definitely exists. <laughs> PS3 uh, games. Google Tokyo dog game for me. Um, uh, yeah, we're not. Hmm? Tokyo Ghoul? Is that Tokyo Jungle? Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo okay. Ghoul is an uh, anime and manga, I believe. Okay. I don't think I'm familiar with this. I don't know too much about it. I just know you play or you can play as a dog. Maybe other animals as well. Uh huh. But I think like I grew up with dogs. I like Mm -hmm. dogs. I appreciate like petting a dog in a game. But that's the extent of it for me. Uh huh. Um, I'm not a big needing to play as an animal in something. But like when we did have the dog companion in Metal Gear Solid Five, and it would kill people with a fucking knife, that was hype. Mm-hmm. Um, was it like D Dog or something like that? Yeah, it was. Everything yeah. was like D something. It's like D horse, yeah. D Dog, D Mac. It's really um, D Dog. D's titties that we didn't give a voice. Um, mm-hmm. D quiet. <laughs> a quiet D. But yeah, like for me, it's like it's a, it's a bonus thing. I'm like, oh, that's cute, mm-hmm. that's cool. But that's if it. Str- if Stray was a dog, it wouldn't make it any more likely you'd pick it up. No, because again, it's it's too much of a curated experience. And for me, like, it took me years to get Journey, and it was mm-hmm. like when it was on five bucks. And it was because people were like, it's critically acclaimed. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I can, I have time. I'll check. It I'm out. a critic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will acclaim it. <laughs> But yeah, that's yeah. really it for me. Like, there's not the same draw. Like, I, I can't think of something that a game could tout, and it's, hey, check it out. The game has this, and I'd be like, oh my god, I have to get the game because it has that one singular thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually, oh, that universe looks really interesting from the cutscene. I want to hear more about it, or mechanically, this looks really fun. Or it's yeah. just like got a cool like steampunk vibe. But again, that goes back to like the theming and the environment. Right. But again, it wouldn't be just for like, it's a steampunk game. I must buy all steampunk games. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I'm in agreement. Same same rationale for me. I like the world, like the look of it. If someone gave me the game, I'd probably play it or eventually might play it. <laughs> we'll see. That hasn't held true for all games I've received, uh, but we're, we'll get there. Um, oh, can I answer the think- joke? Sure, go for it. How's Yakuza going, you motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was what I was thinking about while I said I haven't completed all of them. 
that one that's it's nice to have a bar it's nice to have a game that you want to play that you haven't played yet that you have because now in the same way if there's a show that you want to watch and you have not yet watched it if people are like recommending shows to you just be like well i mean i kind of want to finish attack on titan (laughs) oh oh, you're saying you want to have a you want to have a buffer exactly right because like if they don't pass if it's not higher than that bar then like why would you even list it why would you add it to the list so like yakuza having i mean like yakuza zero is also great but like a dragon is the one dave's referencing that he has graciously provided to me and i need to play it um maybe more likely now that i have the couch a lot more comfortable down here yeah that was the the factor that Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) Uh, what do you think Stray rated on Metacritic? Because, you know, Mature. We, we... oh, OK, what was the question <laughs> Metacritic out of 100? What do you think it's at? Uh, I mean, I think once you're past 60, you're, yeah, it technically counts as mature. <laughs> uh, actual game rating, though, and jokes aside, I'd guess somewhere between 80 and 90. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, so I'm seeing 84 or PlayStation 5, um, which to me was a little surprising. It seems like it's received all this acclaim, but I think the people who love it just really love it, right? Like the the other people who are trying to put it on a numeric scale are tending to put it a little bit lower. And so it balances out to somewhere that's like 80 is still, it's still great. Yes, but I'm going to go back to an old conversation we had with our boss at the time, Dan. Mm-hmm. not gonna be his last name but like if you know him you know him but he always said like for it's like an numeric acronym. scale <laughs> uh, first name dan uh, <laughs> um the, on the numeric scale like anytime you say like oh what is it one to ten uh-huh one is like it's actively killing you uh-huh. so i don't think yeah. anybody's gonna be putting below like a 50 percent because that we assume a negative connotation with below 50 percent mm-hmm. um so we technically don't always do things in a positive way. So everything's almost always upscaled, let's say by 50 points. Yeah. So like that's your baseline of 50. So like I see it like a grade basically. So if you say 84, it's like, oh, it's a C. So that's mm-hmm. kind of mid-level. It's still yeah. good. Like C is passing, obviously. Um, but if you get up in like the 90s, it's like, oh, that's pretty good. Right. Because you also have to figure out out of how many reviews um the higher points you're getting on that, the the more it's going to be weighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how people rate things is uh, an interesting discussion, I think, because there's it's hard to really quantify more than five points on a scale, right? I think Donkey uses one to five, um, but even in his scale, like he's not really rating things one because again, it has to actively be killing you. Um, and why do you why would you play a game that is so so terrible like i almost feel like you could have a scale that's literally like one to four where one is just like it's bad don't play it and then everything that falls into it's like the game's broken or you know you had no enjoyment out of it whatever it's in it's bad don't play it and then it's like it'd probably be good if you like this but i don't it's like it's pretty good or it's like it's great you know this is this is one of the all-time greats yeah, I think less options for categorization are better because you can clearly define, hey, here's what this means. So in the case of what you're saying for one, it's just under no situation would I recommend anybody play this. Yeah, okay, exactly. pretty damning. So one is very distinctly one. Mm-hmm. Four, in your case, is I recommend this to literally everybody. Yeah. And then two and three, you maybe have situational things depending on certain criteria. Mm-hmm. It gets hard to separate two and three, I think, in that type of uh, in that type of scale. But yeah, I feel like I think- three is I would recommend it to most people, and I would risk making them a little bit uncomfortable for how much I talk about it. And then two is I'd recommend it to most people, but only if I knew that it was really their jam. Right, you have to you have to love this to to pick it up. Um, yeah, it's interesting to think about. I think. Because it forces you to kind of quantify 
uh, how how you would split it up. I mean, that's literally defining what a rating system is. I get that, but um, you know, like a five, maybe that's reserved for like GameSpot, for instance. They had like a hundred point score for a long time. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't now. Um, but like their one hundreds were very rare. Um, it was like this is exemplary of the genre. Like, if this is an RTS and it got a hundred you should be playing it because even if you don't like RTS games, you probably would enjoy this. Like that's what that represented. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I guess we can save some of that for the ratings episode, but um, stray 84. Not bad. It's, yeah. Good to great. Not amazing. And uh, not excellent. <laughs> I still feel like things like this need to, exist or games like this because mm-hmm. i don't know chill games always find like a niche because they need to kind of separate themselves from other things like oh this is your action-packed adventure this is mm-hmm. your big multiplayer shooter this is your mmo and some people are just like i just wanted to do some video game stuff so for people yeah. who are more casual and just want an experience yeah stuff like that needs to exist so mm-hmm. The more good things we can have like it, more power to you. I have an immediate segue off that that is actually still on topic. Um, have you seen any of the mods for Stray? Because I've seen no. more information about it. So there's a Garfield mod. <laughs> you can play as Garfield because, of course. Um, All right, already, already on board with this. That's pretty amazing. Um, the one that really stood out to me as I, I don't think it can be topped is they replaced the meow sound in the sections like you can press press the x button or whatever to like purr or meow with the other cats um with jason <laughs> from oh, heavy rain yes. <laughs> and i love that see that to me now i'm more interested in watching somebody play to see like the janky modded version because it's it's a callback to something that i appreciate yes yeah more you can relate to maybe that's why people with cats would enjoy it more maybe jason so. <laughs> I hope all the other cats also just like Jason and different pitches <laughs> and stuff. You're freaking amazing. Two oh, cats angrily funny. hissing Jason each other. Jason! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like cats. I think it checks out. I will say it's really quick for them to have mods for that. Yeah. Because again, it I... came out July 19th. We're recording this on the checks calendar 28th. <laughs> checks <So>. launch. <laughs> yeah. Um, quick turnaround. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder. I didn't say. Did the, what platforms did this release for? I have to assume it's PC with a turnaround like that. Um, I mean, at least PC. I'm sure it's also PS4, Xbox latest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Microsoft Windows. So PS4, five, and Windows. Um, interesting. I don't actually see it on Xbox. I can't believe they wouldn't have it on Xbox if they have it on Windows. It's a timed console exclusive, but it also came out for Windows. That seems weird. I don't know if that's... Hmm. I'm already suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it's out on Steam. So, like, hmm, that's weird. Um, yeah, Overwhelmingly positive on Steam, though. Play a cat. Be a cat. Live your best life. That's my segue. Uh, what's your next topic? I was going to say real quickly, I just want to make a shout out to a game I've been playing recently mm-hmm. that falls in the more casual space. And I did not think I would like it as much as I have. Honey Pop. Yeah, we're back to Honey Pop. The new <laughs> DLC is Bananas. Um, <laughs> it's actually just Bananas. <laughs> we went from gems to just full on fruits. Um <laughs> Oh, man. I'll tell you what the banana represents, though. Mm-hmm. The duality of man. The slippery slope, if you will, <laughs> because it's covered in bananas. <laughs> Banana peels, really. Um, uh-huh. All right, that joke's going bad. All right, mm. I'll stop with the puns. Anyway, I've been playing uh, Paper Mario Origami King. Okay, yeah. I will save gratuitous details, because at some point I would like to have an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but holy shit, I, it just continues to put my brain in like a little happy space. Nice. So kudos to it for that. Yeah. 
I, I never know where it's going to go next. And then it's like something dumb and funny. I'm like, all right, you got me. Oh, yeah. Nintendo tends to uh, treat their, their hatted lad pretty well. Um, and although, like, I don't like every Nintendo game, for the most part, they have pretty high production value. So by the time we actually see something that's... There's such a massive difference between, like, a AAA developer announces a game for next year and you're like maybe it'll be good maybe it'll need a day one patch who's to say and like yeah we're like dropping mario rpg out there so like have fun with it like it's literally done when they announce it basically yeah uh, which is crazy you have to be a speedrunner to oftentimes find the faults technical faults in these games um so i believe it yeah um that's gonna be in my hard recommend list i've already mm-hmm. been talking it up in like discords of like you should check out this game it's actually really good there's this cool guy named mario <laughs> i don't know if you've heard about him <laughs> <laughs> is this like the old mario where he's 2d uh, well actually mm, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I remember when i played the uh the first uh paper mario for n64 and i was like this is a turn-based fighter. <laughs> like, what is what is going on here? This is, you know, an actual RPG, but nothing but good times there. So, I look forward to playing two, it too. Right? I think uh, I might be confusing Paper Mario with something else, but there was Thousand Year Door also, right? Is that Paper Mario? I think so. Yeah, pa- Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door was the other one that was apparently for GameCube. But yeah, Paper Mario is a developing series. Then I think, are you talking about Super Mario RPG? Because you're talking about turn-based combat. Um, maybe I am. Super. Is there a character named Gino in there? Huh. Um, I may actually just be thinking about Mario RPG. Did you fight a sword called Smithy at any point? I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember. It's been a very long time. But it was different than Mario RPG based off the screenshots. Okay. So was Paper Mario not on the N64? I'm looking this up now. Yeah, Paper Mario N64. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's just been a couple entries in it and more than I realized. But uh, yeah. First installment in 20 or just 2000 even. Uh, which is very difficult to complete 2000 if you started reading it as 20, <laughs> right? It's like 20, 20, uh, 20 hundred. Yeah. Yeah. 20 hundred. <laughs> um, yeah. And I haven't played any since then. So looking forward to this one. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to have a blast. Heck yeah. Um, probably slightly less eccentric than, uh, Yakuza like a dragon, as far as RPGs go. <laughs> Hot take. Yakuza no, goes true, some true, weird way, some very weird <laughs> directions. Um, I just... So I will say about both of those games, I appreciate the level of detail of, like, putting in either dumb jokes or, like, really well-thought-out jokes and, like, certain areas where they didn't need to go into that detail, but they do anyway. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just, like, somebody's dialogue or, like, a very small interaction, I'm like, Oh, you spent a lot of time on this, and that's oh, something yeah. like very polished. Oh yeah, I actually one of my favorite things. I, I get that we're talking about Paper Mario, but I don't want to spoil it. And I think we will have an episode, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But uh, one of my favorite things about Yakuza, it actually has nothing to do directly with the game, but the actual Japan Yakuza were like, uh, this is an accurate representation of <laughs> what it's like to be a member of the Yakuza. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, no, I hope not. There's mixed... <laughs> run around trying, trying to land full combos and like smashing full on motorcycles over people's heads and catching money that appears when you beat them up. Yeah, it's such a good game. Also Play promotes like recycling a weird amount. Yeah. It's I think a lot stuff. of games have done that. Yeah. Omori notwithstanding. Um, mm, yeah. Um, let's see. What else is going on here? Um, I had a note 
that uh oh actually you know what if we're gonna briefly touch on things that we've been playing recently yeah. i put a lot of time into moon crash and we're probably never gonna have an episode on moon crash so like it's freaking great did we do death loop we did not do death loop i did not play death loop okay that would explain when why death loop do came death. out everybody was talking about death loop for three weeks we talked about it too I, much yeah i went into a beacon of silence and it's been that way ever <laughs> since <laughs> when you said you went into a beacon of silence i don't know why but i visualized like a diving bell <laughs> you're just like <laughs> crawling in so much um, but All yeah it's always like the ripples of the ocean life nearby <laughs> no more do i interact with the land dwellers i've definitely done that it's very much possible to if you're not there right at the jump all of the hype that can be fun to be a part of at the time is instead distracting or discouraging or just something you want to avoid. Um, yeah, that's why when there's game news like, hey, there's a E3 panel or PlayStation's doing an announcement or Nintendo, I like mm-hmm. when everybody's on Discord or like we can all talk about it, whether it's in chat or in voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cool to be part of it that way of like, oh, shit, did you see that? How cool is that? Um, but if you miss that and like you're then coming back and reading the messages the next day yeah. or something else in the game, you're just like, I, I missed the initial thing. Oh, I'm late. Okay. Uh-huh. It's harder to be as hype in the moment. I, I definitely have had, you know, times where we're watching a presentation um, or uh, expo on Discord. I'm like, eh, that game looks pretty good or whatever. And then I came back to it later and I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> I'm not that interested in that. I still have like a dragon I could play. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, the, uh, the reason I brought it up was because Moon Crash is DLC for Prey. Um, Prey being one of my favorite games of all time in the running for the number one spot. Um, it's just so good. Uh, but Moon Crash did not sell very well. And it was their... Um, the highest level uh, description of it I can give is it's a vaguely roguelike simulation, basically, but that doesn't really matter for the purposes of the gameplay, where you try to escape the moon with um, an assortment of characters, with the ultimate goal being escaping with all of them at the same time in one run. And as time goes on, everything gets more dangerous, so you're incentivized to move more rapidly um it's freaking great but it's also the precursor to death loop because um this game didn't sell that well and they literally just took the mechanics and the ideas and they're like let's make an entirely new ip and just like unslot these from this game and slot them into that game um and then they kind of removed some of the decision making and they made it a little bit more linear and it became death loop which is also good but it's 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 interesting to see the prototype right this is like playing system shock before playing bioshock um it's it's a different experience to see where it came from yeah and you can also kind of go back in the decision tree and see certain things they might have like cut out or mm-hmm. maybe see i guess an alternate tree line of where it could have gone yeah or sometimes like there are just game splits where it's here's an fps oh so now we have like arena shooters we have these type of shooters and it splits out or maybe just have a kind of a corridor fps something like system shock where it's i mean i guess like the older shooters were just hey here are the levels this is what we have for a map Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, it's cool to go back and see where things came from for sure. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy Prey. I haven't checked out Moon Crash, but if Jake is saying it's good, it took me so long to finally pre- play Prey. <laughs> Eat Prey Love. And then mm-hmm. when I finally did, I'm like, why did you not force me to play this game earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have like as much of a narrative hook. But there's some really cool stuff in there. And and there there actually is a story, which is not always easy to get in a sort of like roguelike game, but they make a couple concessions to like fit the story in, and I think it was the right call. Um But yeah, my only advice for people if you do play Moon Crash based off my recommendation, um 
don't beat the last objective um, until you've done everything you want to do. Because unfortunately, the game does save and the final sequence. And if you want to go back and like get achievements and things, you have to start a new save, basically, like from scratch. Uh. And I hate that. Thankfully, most of what you're doing is knowledge based anyways. It's one of those games where if you know what you want to do, you can kind of just rush through it. Um, but yeah, uh, big oversight. <laughs> they didn't make the same mistake for Deathloop. Big mistake. Huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but that was good. Um, Have you checked out any of multiverses? I've watched some of it and it looks it looks incredibly floaty. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Tyler for getting me a key for me to check this out. Um, but I'm also going to dump on it. I currently, it is very different from what I'm used to with Smash Ultimate, which is like mm-hmm. the only type of game like that I play. Um, it does feel floaty and kind of weird. You have air dodges, you have spot dodges, but you don't have shield. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not okay. really a diff- distinction between like. You have either like a jab, which you do with forward and your attack button, or you have your smashes, which if you want to do an F smash, it's just you hold and press the attack button. Okay. Without a directional. All right. I know. And then you still have like up smash, down smash. You have your aerial stuff. You have your special moves. Um, How do you do different smashes if you... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You can still directional and then you hold the button. Okay, I see. Yeah, so you like you'd face a certain way and be like, I'm gonna hold my punch and then bam, big punch. Right. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But kind of similar to Slap City, which I'm very impressed I remember the name of. Mm-hmm. Um how you go into free fall after you get hit feels very much closer to that. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. I it feels weird to control for me at this point. I think a lot of it is I've spent very little time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not the biggest fan at this point. There's so who, still some things I have to learn. Who owns like multiverses? Like who's who's the developer or publisher? Or, like what IP range does this encompass? Who all who uh, all do I we have in this one? Warner Brothers, who owns it? Okay, that's a pretty big Correct. umbrella. Uh, but they have like Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. They have Finn and Jake from Adventure okay. Time. Um, they have Batman, they have Iron Giant, they have Harley Quinn, they have yeah. Wonder Woman. All the DC stuff. Arya Stark doesn't fit. Here. I thought Arya Dude, was HBO. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I Hasmanian Devil. Anyway. Yeah. Shaggy, I think, was there too. Shaggy, Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I know this is because there's been... Long before the launch of this game, there's this like ultra instinct shaggy meme. Yep. <laughs> and uh I think they referenced it um in this. It's it's really funny. There's also gonna be DLC for apparently or not maybe not DLC, maybe just releasing later, but Rick and Morty and LeBron James. Yeah, one of those <laughs> one of those things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think LeBron had to pay to get in the game? I think they paid him uh, to use his likeness. (laughs) (laughs) Or rather, whenever he signed a contract with them, when he did Space Jam, they probably said like, hey, um, we're going to give you this much for the movie and your likeness for other stuff. And he said, Uh seems like a good deal. (laughs) It's like, what other stuff? And he's like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Multiverse. (laughs) It's just all all deep fakes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the more likely reality, but what I want to believe is like uh, LeBron caught wind of the like pre-development of this thing, and he's like calls up his agent, and he's like, "I need in, get me in." Like, he's like, "Sakurai burned me once." <laughs> yeah, right. in goddamn multiverses. It was a toss-up between Sora and Sakurai to, yeah. to round out. Uh, Sora and Sakurai, no, Sora and LeBron <laughs> to round out. Ultimate. It would have been funny though if Sakurai was the last fighter. <laughs> He's like, "It is me. I am the strongest." <laughs> He's going through like describing all of his moves mm-hmm. and how he likes playing as himself. 
Uh-huh. I also kind of like the idea that his his fighter would be like um he like holds a controller and then just like plays another fighter that gets summoned in like one of those old fighting bosses that can like mimic any other character. Mm-hmm. Sora is just like, "Okay, I'll or, or Sakurai is like, I'll play Jigglypuff now." <laughs> and, you know, switch over. It'd be funny. He becomes the Pokémon trainer in the background. Uh-huh. It has like the most complex uh, command inputs imaginable to switch to all these different characters. It's like, uh, oh no, Link was uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, A, B, start, or whatever. Um, but yeah. LeBron James is uh, I, I guess Space Jam or, or something would be the, the theory of where he comes from, given Warner Bros. Yeah, because if, you, if you're having Looney Tunes in there, um, you now have LeBron by Space Jam Proxy. Mm-hmm. Space Jam 2 Proxy, sorry. Is Bugs Bunny in? Yes. Did you say Bugs? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Bugs, Tasmanian like... Devil. I, Tat- I'd be surprised if they didn't add more later. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, Bugs Bunny has to be in, right? Like, I think the most iconic Warner Bros. character in my mind. Um, Taz kind of, like, he's obviously a great fighter. I don't know if Taz has as much... Um, like clout or market share i don't know what the term would be like do kids know who the tasmanian devil is right i'd say not as much that was more so really like roadrunner era days for that type of stuff um because he was with looney tunes but he didn't have his own show really if i remember Mm -hmm. at a point they did give him like an animated thing which was it did not do well from what i remember (laughs) But I mean, everybody a... knows like the, like the windmill. Sorry, not the windmill. Jesus, the uh, the little tornado, the hurricane. Yes, yeah, his his special move, I assume. Um, it just Before the only way they gave moved. it to Meta Knight. It was it was uh-huh. Tasmanian devils. Yeah, they couldn't animate people walking from one location to another, so they just gave him your your windmill now. Or not a windmill, say, like, tornado. I I did play a couple of him. I do appreciate some of his move set because uh, mm-hmm. he has like what I assume is like a slow input, but basically like you pepper somebody and turn them into, you know, like a a perfectly delicious golden Turkey. Gotcha. And then they actually are a Turkey. And I think they do play with some disadvantage. Gotcha. Um, He's got a polymorph effect. Yeah. That's funny. I have to imagine it limits some inputs that you can do as a Turkey. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're doing all of the animations for a Turkey. Um, yeah, watch watch as the tier list comes out for the game, and they put Turkey at like triple S. <laughs> it's just like Taz will throw the game if he turns you into the superior life form. Yeah, I did see. Um, you mentioned the uh, Iron Giant, and uh, this is where most of the gameplay I've seen from the game came from. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were apparently very, very accurate in their depiction of like a lot of his moves, like in the um. Uh, also, if you guys haven't seen the Iron Giant movie, recommend it. Like, I really enjoyed Iron Giant. That's I don't know how much Pixar, right? Uh, was it or, Pixar? Sorry, DreamWorks? I think it. I think it was DreamWorks. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up because I just can't stand to be wrong. But um, I believe that's correct. Warner Bros. Pictures. Um, and who knows? Who knows beyond that? But. Was it literally just Warner Bros? Huh. It may have literally just been Warner Bros. Yeah, uh, Warner Bros. Feature Animation. So, published and distributed by them. Damn. Um, but uh, he, do- he does, like, some things in the movie, as one would expect. He, like, takes a bite out of uh, a car, and then, like, a horn goes off, so he, like, sits on the car. Um after like swinging it around or something and so that's one of his attacks in the game he's like he swings the car around and then like will will sit on it um and uh there's a really cool scene i guess i'm gonna spoil part of the iron giant that's fine it's 30 years old or whatever at this point um probably closer to 20 but uh where uh he has the the ding in his head uh is repaired 
basically after he was like hit with an attack or something and he goes like full laser mode all these lasers pop out and he starts like vaporizing tanks and stuff like that and it's revealed he's this you know potential alien invader um and they represent that also in the game and there's all this cool stuff that is only slightly undercut by like a follow-up video I saw that was like, here's three combo chains you can use to instantly kill someone with the Iron Giant. <laughs> you just like carry them off the side of the screen. Um, and you do have to watch out for that in a fighting game. Yeah, it's... So I think everybody has two jumps by default, like when okay. they're off stage. Um, they also have a mechanic where... So imagine all the stages are kind of like Kalos, flat up top, obviously, but like there's always going to be sides, vertical sides mm-hmm. or okay. like a cliff. And you can essentially jump up the cliff. Huh? Yeah. So weird. that's, it is weird. Um, but you have like a limited number of jumps up the cliff you can do. Mm-hmm. But if he can ledge guard you with his like gigantic body and just like kick you a couple times right. or just has you far enough off stage where you can't get back to the cliff or the ledge. I could see him being pretty oppressive. Yeah. In the right hands. Not not me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, my hitbox is too big. I'm being stunned. <laughs> right. Someone with a projectile and it's all over. <laughs> um, no, he does look gigantic. Like, um, he looks twice as big as, like, vertically as, like, the tallest Smash character. Like, he's, he's very, very large. Not as large as he is in the movie. Because in the movie... He literally can just like hold Hogarth, which is the kid's name, in his hand. But still pretty big. Uh, maybe not the Iron Giant. The Iron Biggish. <laughs> the Iron Bigot. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, though, how are you? Uh, how are you? How are you feeling about it? How's it stack up against Smash? And if that's too brutal, how's it smack? how does it stack up against slap city i've played slap city more considerably more uh mainly for like the meme potential it's i don't know i'll I'll definitely want to try more of it before i give it too much of a damning statement but Mm -hmm. i'm really not enjoying it for me it's it still kind of falls under the where i'd put the nickelodeon game Mm -hmm. which i don't think i even played because i think they charge money for that one is this free? It's just outright, or is this purchase and then you get? It? You said a friend got you a key for it. Is it might it have just been for mode? an early thing. Hmm. Let me check on Steam. Yeah, I That's wonder. Where I like, imagine it would be. I wonder what their monetization strategy. It's free. You can get a founders pack for other bullshit. Blah blah blah. Okay. Uh, but for the base game, it is free. So anybody could check it out if they wanted. Gotcha. So this is actually. So I just got to play a couple days early. Right. Huh. Because I was thinking, like, where does this fit into the um, the platform fighter type of space? Because, I mean, Smash is a very accessible game, but it's really not. It's not compared to a free game. There's, like, a lot of kids who are not going to be able to convince their parents to buy them a Switch <laughs> or a Smash, right? Um, so for those kids, like... This might be, you know, potentially their on-ramp onto platform fighters, you know? And if it is free-to-play plus transactions, I mean, financially, I think studies have shown that that does work better, <laughs> even if it is kind of scummy, especially in a game you're going to market towards kids. Um, so I'm going to... Well, I guess we'll have to see what they do for monetization, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they have stuff as far as progression for unlocking cosmetics, I think there are also some passives I saw. Hmm. So you can like slot some, oh, if you're at low health, you get this bonus type stuff. That works like in a, in a match? Like do you, yeah, not just single player? Okay, wow. So I think all of this is geared for multiplayer. You're either doing like 1v1. Um, I don't know if they have AI. I, again, I played very little, uh, but they hmm. also do have like a 2v2. Hmm, Interesting. Because, like, there are certain characters that are, like, support characters. So, like, let's say you're going off to ledge guard. You're going really deep down, like, the blast zone. Um, you could have somebody, like, tether you back, technically. Ah. There's a character that specializes in that. 
That's interesting. Again, the game's all very weird and new to me. Um, uh-huh. It's just so not what I'm used to at this point. I'm not the biggest fan, but want to give it a little bit more time. That's fair. Maybe since it's free, we can try it out at some point. Yeah, why not? I can always use more things to criticize. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's really funny. The idea of support characters and like a fighter sounds really weird to me, but I have like literally never considered it. Right. Like how far are they away from having like a three V three with the Trinity? It's like, all right, well, here's our tank. He's going to do more CC stuff or whatever. And there's, he's there's usually a, in like the center stage. And then the supports uh-huh. in like the, the DPS book to have a little bit further back. Um, yeah, a little bit back. Yeah. We like well, to push if you're their caster, side of the map and get their objective. Uh, if you have a caster DPS, then oh, they're yeah, a yeah. little bit further back, but they could be a scrapper, right? Like, so you just have Fox. one. <laughs> yeah it's just literally <laughs> mashing b as quickly as possible it's the entire in- engagement <laughs> they have like all of these mechanics set up for a complex interplay between the different picks and the different roles and all they this just stuff two, and people are two just teams <laughs> camping and mashing mash- button. <laughs> <laughs> everyone hitting the projectile button they're all canceling in the middle oh glorious i hope that's what it is you wait for somebody to like just sneeze and have the momentum shift yeah I don't know. It might have legs if it's if it's legitimately free. Um, and it's, you know, I don't doubt you <laughs> that it is. I don't doubt your research here. Um, I don't really know of any other game that's going to have mass appeal like that that you could just pick up and play regardless of where you're at or what computer you have and anything I think like that. So. Right now, it's still in the same space as the Nickelodeon one, where it's obviously you see it and you're comparing it to Smash, which is uh-huh. you know the the goat, uh, the most yeah. prolific name for that space. Um, I think people want to see it do well. They want to see other platform fighters do well in the same way that I guess um, Rivals of Aether Mm -hmm. is still a platform fighter, but very much its own thing. I'm very unique, but people want to see those do well because one, they're fun Two, the communities around them are batshit insane. Um, I don't know if you've ever looked at a Rivals of Aether mods. Hello. I can play as Hamtaro (laughs) now. I can play as uh, Ronald McDonald um, mm. and it just does some crazy shit, but like the people really care about it and then they get really invested in it. So it's cool to see that grow in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is going to have the same, at least out the gate um, modding opportunities or right. take off, but that is the trick. You have to be careful with your open platform games if you're going to monetize it right like if you're going to charge for the game release then you can have people mod it however much they want but if you're like a free-to-play game and you allow modding like are people just going to make cosmetics that are better than yours it's like are they going to do the thing and um who did they have uh yeah yeah it was um for smash ultimate they'll make a mod where Joker becomes uh, Woody from Toy Story, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you going to compete with that? Like, no one's going to play a character other than Woody from Toy Story, obviously. Um, so, I guess we'll I, see with it. A part of me still wants to look into modding my Switch to do some of that. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm only going to see that locally. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to appreciate it if we play online. We'll have to get like a Dropbox folder for mods. <laughs> it's just like, hey, did you uh, did you install everything in the folder? I remember doing that for like Beat Hazard or co-op games like that. It's like, oh, we should play on the same song. Okay, well, we have to have the same song. Dropbox. Um, yeah, that's cool, though. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. I don't think it's going to dethrone Smash for me at this point. But I mean, we've been playing Smash for a long time somewhere in like the four to five year space that does seem like a long time yeah just about as long as i could figure out teching (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 a lie dave texts more than i do Uh, i don't care as much as we call him (laughs) that's true that's true and neither of us tarries that much that's the other thing but um, are you okay (laughs) what was that are you okay oh my gosh okay yeah all right (laughs) This is literally a reference that like people only people who have played with Terry would get, but he says that for one of his moves. He I just like the natural. Crap. You're like, wait, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I heard it, and I was just like, did I say something weird? But yeah. Um, 
in quick succession some of the other things i wanted to talk about actually you know great we'll talk about one of the other things i was going to talk about uh star wars jedi survivor is it like vampire survivors i don't think so okay continue this is the continuation of the cal cal kestis um game i can't remember what was it uh star wars jedi jedi Knight 2 outcast it's not night two it's the latest one the one that looks really good and you play as the red-headed kid named cal oh the the quote-unquote the darks the souls like star wars yeah that's what people called it um that game's really good i quite yeah. enjoyed it it's a really good adventure game um and I think it's it's pretty dang good. It's like it's got the good mix of linear and storytelling and fighting and the fighting is good. Um so uh the next one is going to be called Survivor. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um and it now has a Steam page and a potential release date of next year. And if that gets locked in, I'm going to force Dave to play the first one um cuz it's actually pretty good. I would rather play that than (laughs) the other Star Wars game that we were talking about playing. What was the other Star Wars game? Battle something? Oh, was it Battlefront? Yeah, Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2, yeah. Yeah. I got into an hour into the story and I was like seething. I'm like, Jake, I hate my life. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, okay, you can stop, you can stop. You can stop, yeah. Yeah, I was like, if we could just cover like the single player or something. The single player is like okay at best. Um, I think that's what I was trying to do is a single player. Yeah, that, that's what I did too. I did finish it, but it wasn't. Yeah, we're not doing an episode on that. That's all you guys need to know about that one. <laughs> um, Cross that off your uh, soapstone bingo card. Not an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can make soapstone bingo cards. There you go. If you guys have ideas <laughs> for what should go on the soapstone bingo, actually, do you have any other topics? Should I go with the outro? I was going to say, as a very quick mention, um, hopefully we'll have some more news on it at a later point. Uh, but I'm curious about a game called Severed Steel, which released this July. Mm. I forget the actual date because I've closed the page. Uh, but it's a very, very quick, rooty tooty shooty. So if you imagine something like. I don't want to say to the degree of overkill, maybe closer to Ghost Runner, but with guns. I'm already Um, sold. But I think one of the main mechanics besides the design of the game is that you can shoot through walls. Like you can shoot Mm -hmm. a hole in a wall and like, oh, I can now move through here. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you're playing with just like the the far sight throughout the whole game. (laughs) Right. But that would be its own fun game called Bathroom Shooter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But first up, let's look, go to the facility. <laughs> no, we're not going to the facility. <laughs> Rip Perfect Dark out of the out of the console. Um, I was going to make a joke. It wasn't a good one. Uh, it was uh, remember that bullets can't sever steel beams. That was the joke. Uh, yeah. I hope they put that in the game. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> well, they probably want decent review scores, so maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> but um. If you guys have ideas for Soapstone Bingo, what should be on the cards, uh, feel free to send those ideas in, or you can post them to the uh, Bingo Aficionado site, um, Facebook. Our email address is soapstonepodcast.gmail.com. The Facebook is facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. It's always in the description also. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. No, that's not right. Wait. Uh, And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.